Hello, hello, folks. Welcome back. Thanks again for listening here to Rochester WRFZLP, Rochester Free Radio, and those listening online, RochesterFreeRadio.com. i got to thank George for playing me out with a uh, another great Sinatra tune. I uh, always enjoy when uh, he plays a little bit of fun characters to start a show. So you are listening to another edition here of Mind of Magnus here on WRFZLP, Rochester Free Radio. And uh, I hope everyone's been having a pretty good week so far. I... Uh, Happy to see that spring seems to be fighting the good fight and fighting back against winter. Been able to get out a bit more here and there, which is kind of nice. I hope you have as well. Now, uh, if you guys are first-time listeners to this lovely show here, Mind of Magnus, uh, I want to uh, thank you and say hello. And the reason I'm saying that is because I bumped into a bunch of people this past week, uh, and uh, we were just kind of, as I I like to do, I like to meet new folks, and they were saying they're going to tune into the show tonight, so I hope they do it as well. Um, So... Let's see here. So I'm uh, starting the show off in a uh, haphazard way tonight because I wanted to enjoy myself. I normally write a little bit of a diatribe to open the show up with. Uh, but uh, this year, uh, this this show, I think uh, I, uh, I'm going to have a little more, a little different, just have more fun and more of a conversational show tonight to uh, get back in the groove of having a good radio show. Now, um, if you guys have been tuning in for the past past few months, I've been uh, my goal for the 2017 year has been to improve upon yourselves, myself, and the roster as a whole. Uh, I've been trying to bring sort of a theme to the show to to offer those that could offer you guys, the uh, lovely listeners, something that can take home with you to uh, help better your life and improve it upon it. Um, and I was giving this talk uh, probably about I think it was Tuesday, Wednesday last last month, last week, excuse me, and. Uh, a uh, person was generally interested in about hearing about the show and what I was doing. I talked about different guests on there and talking about how to improve the city and how to make things better and uh, to really enjoy your life. And uh, this lovely man actually turned to me and asked me if I was enjoying the radio show I was doing. And, of course, I answered yes. I love working with Roger Free Radio and Roger Free Radio, uh, the whole team here, all the different shows. George, the previous uh, host, was an amazing guy to chat with. And uh, Dave and the guy out is also an equally cool person. And... Um, but he was asking me if I uh, truly was having fun and enjoying the, the show, like having fun, not just enjoying it, but really having fun doing it. And of course, I have some great guests on here, but I found myself, I was, he must have sent something because I found myself kind of stressed and worrying about getting the next guest on and trying to do everything else. And he stopped and reminded me, he's like, make sure you have a, have a, a show where you smile and enjoy it the whole time. And I've always enjoyed my guests, everything else, but he's like, try to make one, have a show that, uh, you really enjoy it, and it's, it's, it's almost like you're having a conversation with a, with a great friend. And uh, it hit me. I'm like, yes, I need to do that. I need to do that. And as he, we continued the conversation on, he was stressing that my, uh, my goal for 2017 was to improve my life, improve others around me. So why not improve my, uh, the show itself by having fun and doing, enjoying the process even more? Remind myself why I enjoy having a radio show here on Monster Free Radio. And uh, that is what I'm going to do. So my guest tonight is actually someone who's been on the show once before, and I hope I have him on again down the road too. But uh, my guest, uh, Nick Brandreth, he is on tonight, and uh, we are going to talk about just getting out, uh, adventuring, making stuff, doing stuff. He is one of the people that I'm uh, fortunate to have in my life that is equally as crazy as me and just wants to do things. You know, we have to keep ourselves moving and always keep ourselves shuffling around. To, you know, uh, Idle hands are not a thing we tend to have because we're always, always busy doing stuff. But my goal tonight was to have uh, uh, you know Nick on and just have a general great conversation with my best friends. And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show tonight. 
Again, if you have any questions, as always, I tell people, if you have a question for myself or Nick or anyone else or you want to hope you could answer, uh, you can message me at uh, Magnus Apollo on Twitter or message directly message me directly at uh, the radio station here and email at mindofmagnus at gmail.com and I'll answer you back. Um, uh, speaking of people writing me in, though, I want to say a, a thank you to uh, it was Shannon that wrote in saying that she went back and listened to the show on uh, the archives and uh, enjoyed it. Uh, she wants to also point out and in the letter she wants to say to the readers that how she heard about the show is by sitting behind me and my guest last week, Chris, as we hung around at Skylark eating meatballs talking about the show. So we <laughs> had a conversation started that way and she said she's going to tune back in. Like the show and is now a listener. So, uh, Shannon, if you were listening tonight, hey, how you doing? So there's my shout out, as I always try to offer a shout out to people listening to the show. So I hope you're listening in. Uh, if you are, send a message, say hi. And uh, if not, I just want to get back into the, the groove here and, and chatting with uh, Nick. So, Nick, thanks for being on the show again. Hey, man, thanks. Great. Thanks for having me on. I, I love doing this. So this is awesome. I uh, use you as an example for other other guests uh, because when we were had our last show, you are one of the people that get the show that you 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 can talk speak your mind say stuff like three quarters of the way through the show i watched your face and we we're talking about certain things and i i don't exactly remember what the topic was but it hit you you're like oh my god I, I should talk about this and you had a face that made made me realize that you got it you have a chance to broadcast your thoughts right across the air right now that's great yeah the, the subversiveness of it is kind of neat and i don't know just, it's awesome i've always enjoyed it <clears throat> ever since i was a kid and even now you know just it's cool you know mm-hmm. riding the airways right now yeah exactly broadcast out the speed of light pretty much so um yeah it's it's a it's a fun process i'm enjoying uh but um but thanks again for being on where we've been having fun uh, if um People, I posted a picture of you. I try to do it on my Facebook page to announce the guests coming on so people can get a little, little knowledge or get to understand what the face that the voice is coming out of. And I tossed the uh, picture on of you and I hiding art from uh, Christmas Christmas Eve. You and I, we played uh, Santa Claus. Absolutely. That was a good, that was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, to those listening in, if you uh, don't know, I, I like to hide art. It actually gets me out reason to walk. It, all The whole purpose is I, I make art. It's not all good art. So I just hide the art. I'm like, well... We'll find a Somebody home. will come along. It's, I, it's, it's like, you know, trick-or-treating and Easter egg hunt all in one. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm a big jolly guy with a beard, so I'm I'm kind of feel like I'm genetically imperative to uh, give out presents exactly. randomly. So. Yeah. <laughs> Very big and jolly. I, I do laugh. I have like a bowl full of jelly happen sometimes. Pretty good. So, uh, and um, yeah, so those uh, curious on that uh on, on that photo actually came about. I dragged Nick along. Actually, not much drag. You're pretty much, I give you an idea and we're... Let's go. Let's we're go. off. <laughs> and uh, I had done some artwork for um, the iHeart... Or, yeah, iHeart Rochester blog. Uh, and um, uh, I told him, I was like, listen, if you want, I can also hide some artwork out for you guys and you can get an in, uh, exclusive post of where I'm hiding the random art piece. And they, of course, jumped on it. And uh, it was great having you involved because I actually had a great photographer to help document the photo of us. So it's not just my arm length taking a crappy, blurry photo. <laughs> I actually had a really eye for eye for stuff doing things. That always helps when you're into something like that. That's you have somebody around. You can snap good pictures. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. yeah. It's good to have a crazy friend, a crazy friend of doing stuff with you, and a crazy friend that's willing to document you in a way that looks good. Exactly. So can... <laughs> <laughs> it's the trifecta right there. Exactly. Uh, so uh, we've been creating art, uh, and uh, I've been enjoying it quite a bit, and you've been creating art as well. Uh, also, crazy things, uh, to people know more about you, you also work at, uh, first time First time listening, Nick works at the uh, Eastman house. 
Uh, uh, East yeah. Museum. East Museum. Yeah, yeah, so I work over there and I teach the photography workshops over there. So oh, yeah. I get a chance to interact with all sorts of different people from actually all around the world, you know, who want to come here to Rochester to learn about photography. And it's great, especially now um, when it's starting to get nicer out, people come here and they want to go and do stuff after the workshop so I can direct them to all sorts of different things. And, nice. you know, there's a lot of nice little spots and things to see, it, you know, that the casual person can get to. And then if you really want to, dig deep you know just here in the city there's a lot of hidden gems that mm -hmm. you know are to be explored nice that's there's definitely a lot of cool stuff the reason i like the city is i like you know i like walking going for rides and on bikes and stuff and uh, every time i cut down an odd corner i always take my phone out and take a picture of something it's just the, the random stuff that just over a, many lifetimes you know generational lifetimes of people in the city sure absolutely and so um uh, but I'm actually hoping to do a lot more uh, art and uh, art hiding this summer is my goal. I'm uh, trying to uh, keep that up, keep myself moving. Um, but you also, you're an adventurer sort of guy, and uh, you're a biking for, you know, person, I should say. Oh, I mean, fanatic. I, yeah, I I, I, I'm going to say the word fanatic. I don't know if I should use it or not, but yeah. you totally really are a fanatic. So, um, so actually, part of the show tonight, we're going to talk about uh, kind of where you want to, where you go, suggestions to go, things sure, like absolutely. that. absolutely. Um, and someone did message me already. Kim messaged asking, we will have trivia, so don't worry. We'll, I'll put a trivia question. Uh, those who may not be the first-time listeners, if like Shannon and some of her friends, she may listen, uh, we have a, uh, I have a theme. I try to you know, regurgitate random cool facts I've learned about things. And on the show here, I do uh, roster-themed focused facts. So I try to do that. Um, those who guess, uh, let's see, those who, uh, Nick, if you guess the uh, thing right, he gets uh, you know, meatballs and beards with me at Skylark. If you're the first person to write in, um, <laughs> uh, still hoping that yes, some people are asking me right now on, on text message, which I like as well. Um, I want to know what the trivia is, so we got to see how I do tonight. Okay, so, so we're going to get a trivia question. If he gets it right, gets that. If you guys, first person to message in also gets a, a meatballs and beer with me at Skylark. Uh, as I always tell people, or like you know, the guest gets the benefit of having cash value if never wants to see my face again. So, um, but we'll be in there and actually. <laughs> The, the, actually, uh, side note, I believe uh, Amy, the one who got the, our octopus, the thing we hid, the one who the one who ran out and got it just messaged us right oh, now. She's listening awesome. in. Yeah. She should send a picture of you with it. Yeah. She actually has her uh, her husband, which I think is fictitious, by the way. Side note, there's a woman here that I think doesn't have. So I've been harassing her about it. Yeah, she always like, oh, he can't come. He just missed him. He just went over there. He's just working. I'm like, OK, Snuffleupagus went over that direction. Mystery huh? husband. Yeah, mystery husband. So, no, but she actually sent out, I have a photo of her, the first photo I ever saw of this man actually holding that art in a triumphant way over his head, showcasing that he won it. Uh, when we, uh, my mom's listening in Florida, so I got to say hi to my mom. She just texted me to say hi. So Hi, hey, Nick's mom. How you doing? Hey, hey mom. <laughs> <laughs> Hope we sound good all the way down in Florida. Um, but yeah, so Amy actually, uh, when I posted it, uh, her husband leaped in, like still had pajamas on and I, I maybe a tossed a coat on and like drove and got there. And uh, I always wonder about that because you've actually hidden some stuff by our house and my wife noticed it right away and it actually took me a couple of weeks and she didn't say anything until I noticed it. Mm -hmm. So I often wonder like how long your pieces actually last out in the wild like that because sometimes you'll give a little clue and I'm like, I, I'll, oh, I know where that is, you know? And then you're like, I'm just like, I'll let, you know, hopefully let somebody else go out there and get that. It's depending. I've actually had the, uh, uh, couple pieces I had have stayed there. Like, um, Right across, if you come out the zoo, there's a uh, a small little like butterfly park right across there, diagonally across. And uh, we had a friend, one of the previous guests, Matt Roberts, used to live right, right across the street from there. So I'd go visit and 
we get done painting and I had a bunch of stuff. So I started putting artwork in that thing and around those, that area. Uh, fast forward, I was actually did a bunch of like Roger Crow's like large pa- like paintings. Well, I left it there, didn't think about it. And I came back probably a month or so later and not only was my painting, like wasn't where I left it, it actually was mounted above the sign <laughs> and people put the artwork around. It was like, like people like cared enough to actually put it better. Like I kind of hit it. Like I don't get in trouble by hiding artwork here. And someone came by and rewired it above the sign in like perfect setting, like they, it was a like, perfect spot for him. So, so you have like the street artist and then the street curator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've had stuff that I, I go back a day or so later and the artwork's gone. Uh, I've never gone back and like felt like I should take the artwork away. Like maybe like a, a, a week or so if it's still. That's its home now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's wherever, wherever it is, I mean like if it's someplace I wanna hide again, but I've never I've never had the opportunity to think about, should I take it away? Like it was a bad hiding spot. Like it's either there, like that one instance where it's been moved and now living there. Someone actually cared about it enough. Some people have actually put artwork. Um, I put a piece on one person's like property. It was kind of an odd house and someone started putting flowers around it. Like they actually made a nice yard. Like it was a center point for something. I'm like, okay. But usually it's been pretty gone. Usually it's gone. Yeah. And so there's a lot of great hidden artwork around the city. If mm-hmm. you know, if you get out there and look hard enough for it you know yeah, especially yeah. i've seen some stuff through the you know there's always a little easter egg somewhere from the wall therapy mm-hmm. you know oh yeah when we would do wall therapy we'd have the artists come in and do their big wall and they'll get their wall and some of these artists will paint in a day they're done this thing is amazing it's like well i'm here for all week uh what are you gonna do i'm like we got spray we got paint, paint cans more yeah paint more so we would like leap different places there's a lot there's one guy painted like you know a dozen different pieces around roster he's like yeah i got nothing to do and i love to paint and he's got we have free paint you know we had sponsors, so we just have cans and cans of paint around here. He's like, you know, when he asked, requested, they asked you, like, requested 30 cans, but I spent 15 uh, on one, so perfect. I think that's the one of the best parts, you know, um, since I've moved back to Rochester, one of the coolest things to see is that wall therapy initiative, you know, how it happens every, it's every summer now, or? Mm, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, I just, I love it, and, you know, to go just to go around and explore and try to find all the pieces, you know, that showed up that year, and then the previous year, that's a, you know, that's a day's adventure by itself. Mm-hmm. I really like going out there and checking out all those things, those pieces are great. Yeah, well, I, I'm impressed. And this city has... Uh, I, can't, I can't wait to see what happens this year. Oh, there's some awesome stuff coming down the pike. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, one of the best things, I find this city has some of the best artists with senses of humor. Like, we have, I mean, look at, like, Delarius. Mike Delarius, uh, Delarius his work, he was, like, did the big uh, wheat pastes of, like, Spock and stuff alongside the 490 and the expressways. And he's just a prime example that, like, we have a lot of people who are generally fun at making nice art pieces, make you smile. And then hiding around the city. Hmm. And I've gone to put p- art p- places, like I walk up and I put a piece up and look over and someone's tagged around the corner right there. And I've been thinking the exact same thing. Like, oh my God, this is the perfect place to put this random little thing. Mm. So, <laughs> And it seems like Rochester's full of people that just like are creative, clever. So definitely it's awesome little fun things you're gonna find around here. A lot of people in the same wavelength in the city. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's really like, the more I moved away, the more I came back here because I like this city. It's got a great, great vibe about it for right? sure. Like you can meet people like you and I, we hit it off. We're like, okay, we're friends now. It's, friends. <laughs> exactly. No muss, no fuss, no drama. I decided to not have any sort of drama in my life. No, thank you. It makes life a little easier. So, uh, yeah, so those, uh, thanks for messaging. Thanks for reminding me. I did promise a trivia question. So I can give you a trivia question, Nick. Ready for it? Right, fire away. Okay. So as those, we'll ask the question and then you have all episode, uh, the whole episode here to uh, answer it. 
At the end of the episode, you get to guess, final answer, you get to go. And you have multiple choice one for you. All right, for sure. Okay, so. Drum roll. (laughs) We get the question part first. (laughs) Uh, Rochesterians celebrated VE Day, May 8th, 1945, and uh, the victory in uh, Europe. That's the end of, and uh, then we celebrated VJ Day uh, later that year on September 2nd, when Japan finally surrendered and declared thus the end of World War II. Uh, But between those two times, the city had another event that was unrelated to the war on June 11th, 1945. So on this day, it's officially known as, is it A, VD Day, the unfortunate day that Rochester's own Typhoid Mary, an infamous prostitute named Shannon Smitten, uh, Smithton, was announced to have spread multiple venereal diseases? Was it B, TV Day, the day that debuted the much-anticipated TV sets uh, came to Rochester in the stores, the official release date of TV sets? Was it VB Day, where uh, Victor Belojensensky, his name is, brought lilacs to Rochester, thus changing our path in flowers in this city? Or is it D, LV Day, where the University of Rochester had drugs, specifically THC, added to the kitchen water supply. So the coffee, tea, uh, so everyone got their coffee and tea, had a kind of special day that day, and it was lovingly called the Free Love Day, so LV Day. (laughs) So is it A, VD Day, B, TV Day, C, VB Day, or D, LV Day? I will uh, definitely, I'll 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 ask it again later on the show to remind folks. Ooh, man. It's a doozy. <laughs> I know. It's a big one. I find it. So, yeah, uh, June 11th, 1945, officially known as what in Rochester? So if you guys have an answer, please let me know. Um, oh, Amy wrote in. She says she's going with TV Day. So that's what her guess is. Letter B for TV Day. All right. Uh, <laughs> people are sending other random stuff in here. Uh, Greg messaged in saying that, he doesn't think, uh, he's helping you here, he's like, uh, he doesn't think it's C, because we had lilacs long before 1945, yeah, think he thinks. I'm pretty sure. So he's helping you there. Uh, and yes, anyone can guess, by the way, people who are messaging me in, either than typing it out, I'll respond via saying like, you know, some people help me with the questions too, and they like random, they've read the books I've read, so. <laughs> so. But yeah, we have all episodes answer that question. So if I have time, I will toss another one out there. Um, I'm with Greg there. C's out for me. Greg. C's out, yeah, yeah. So I think lilacs were before 1945 yeah. in this thing. So, uh, but yeah, think about that. That's our question for it. So, uh, but back to the topic at hand, we we're talking about adventures and things uh, for Rochester. As you were telling people, uh, telling me in the uh, the waiting room out front, uh, like the the biggest surprise you like to tell people sometimes is dealing with what specifically in Rochester. Oh, the waterfall, you know. Yeah. And everybody's <laughs> like, oh, High Falls. High Falls is great. It's beautiful. It's cool. To sit there and drink a beer. At, you know, the brew house and mm-hmm. look at the falls at night. But I've surprised by the number of people that I've met who lived in Rochester the bulk of their life that have never seen lower falls mm-hmm. you know what i mean or and then actually they never even realized that there was a second waterfall yeah, yeah. and then if you really want to be a stickler you kind of count that little bump you know mm-hmm. in the middle as a third one some people will say there's three but you know upper falls and then lower falls and then you can go down and you know hang out down there and it's really great in if you go down there um october november ish when mm-hmm. the salmon run in from the lake and you can watch these salmon run in and there'll be guys down there 30 deep Mm-hmm. You know, fishing, pulling out salmon, you know, as long as my leg. Oh, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> Bonkers. Salmon and steelhead, I believe. Yeah, yeah. My cousin fishes down there. He lets me know. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, actually, uh, one of my, um, I had uh, a guest on a while back, uh, and he's actually a screen printer. And uh, 
uh, actually, take it back. No, it was a friend of mine, excuse me, not the guest. Uh, he gave me, actually, in my house, hanging on my wall, there's a screen-printed sign that says, uh, yes, there is a waterfall downtown. <laughs> yeah, and it was because that was a running joke. I was telling people, I would talk to people who just come in for work and leave. They never actually stay in the city. And they had heard about High Falls, and they're like, they thought it was a, a term, you know what I mean? Like something else. I'm like, you know, there is a falls at High Falls, like like a real falls, they ask? I'm like Legit. Yeah, legit falls. Like something <laughs> that it blows people's mind when they see it. Like any other city would be like, you know, sacrificing goats every day to ensure we had a waterfall like that downtown. You know what I mean? It's insane. We're impressive. So. But then I, I always get a kick out of the, the, the Genesee River. I love the Genesee River. It's one of 22 rivers in the world that flow south to north. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like the Nile River and then the Genesee River have something in common. It's got to be one of the largest that fl- flow north, right? It's, I mean, It's pretty big. You yeah, know, it yeah. starts in Pennsylvania and it dumps out into the lake. Yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, you've ever gone to the end of it? Do you, I mean, you seem to know. You said Pennsylvania. Sure, so. I, I haven't been to the very source, but there's like they call it the like the triple divide. So you know, oh. you can go down the Allegheny. It's the Genesee and the Susquehanna all split from the same property in uh, NFL's backyard, and boop, and then you okay. know it starts as a little trickle, and they'll all turn into those that's amazing mighty rivers. And <clears throat> two of my friends who I uh, actively mountain bike with, we've been talking about doing a trip where we want to start down near like Wellsville or something, you know, mm-hmm. close to Pennsylvania and, you know, canoe up the Genesee to Letchworth, you mm-hmm. know, where the, those, another three sets of falls are that are magnificent <laughs> that if you're going to go out and explore Rochester, you should absolutely go and see. Um, and so we want to canoe and, you know, we'll have to sort of, you know, hop off the, off the river and camp, mm-hmm. you know, in people's, you know, farmer's fields and things like that, but stealth camp, but you know, it'll be worth it. But uh, we, we've been talking about it for two years and I, that we heard from um, my friend's uh, mutual friend who uh, I guess is a river guy down at Letchworth saying that it's going to be a good year. So we want to hopefully get out on that river. Nice. Well, actually we were talking about, now are you uh, kayaking or what you can well, We have a canoe. So uh-huh. I have this big 16 foot Grumman canoe that uh-huh. one of my, uh, I call him my Kodak grandpas. One of these guys gave to me, <laughs> I, you know, did some yard work for him and he, here you go, Nick, you have this canoe. We don't use it anymore. And it's awesome. We'll mm-hmm. take it down into the bay and paddle up through the Arondequay Creek and turn around at Ellison park and float back down. Hmm. And I think that's another great thing that you know, if people are looking for something neat to do when it starts getting nicer, it's got to be warmer out, you know, probably talking end of May, June. But um, going down there, there's some places where you can rent the kayaks and you mm-hmm. can rent paddle boards. And I've seen people come in there, but we'll paddle in from the public spot where you can launch your boat from. Paddle up in from out from in the bay and stuff and uh, go up into the creek. But you'll see people coming down in packs and waves. Mm-hmm. You know, and well, it's, there, it's really cool back there, man. There's so many like the, the birds and things. The uh, actually that end of there, actually, you can get some people to rent. They actually, you can rent a uh, a kayak and it'll take you up to yep. where the start. And they so you just drop you off and your car is where it's at. So you just paddle down a nice lazy path down, checking that out. Yeah, they're smart. They're not dumb like us. <laughs> we paddle in, <laughs> paddle up till we get tired and then turn around and float back. But it's it's worth it. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Seeing some of the blue herons and the egrets and stuff that fly, you know, like they, they look like you know pterodactyls flying over your heads. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. I love it. it they, um, Tom, one of the first guests I had on, Tom Snyder from the zoo, he talks about like the uh, just pat what paddling around Rochester is is a stunning like the water area where it is. We have in, in the environment that's rare for a lot of places because we said the Genesee brings a lot of water nutrient, you know, water, you know, nutrient rich waters up through there. So over the course of the Ontario's, you know, Lake Ontario's lifespan in that bay, we've had a lot of things kind of learn to set up camp there and kind sure. of live up there. So it's pretty darn cool. I like it up there. So 
Um, but you're, so at other adventures, like I said, our goal is, uh, let's see, for, get, for the people listening in right now, uh, I want to try to help inspire them to get out and do stuff. Uh, but your person, we need to, you know, not just, don't just go out the door. You need to have kind of the proper mindset to kind of get yourself out, get yourself moving. You seem to be a person that's really, you know, amped to go up and do stuff. The reason why I think you and I get along so well is because I like doing stuff. I don't rather, I'd rather not sit around, wait and do nothing, you know. You got to do something. Yeah, right? you do something. Why are you just going to sit here and just waste all this time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what what kind of uh, spurs you to keep being such a, uh, you know, go out and do stuff kind of guy? Uh, I, I guess it's part of it's in my, just my chemistry, the way I'm, mm-hmm. I'm built and wired, you know, I just kind of so always e- like. eating a lot and wired to do stuff. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. Just <laughs> always ready to go. But you just have to you know, just go for it. That's just mm-hmm. really what it comes down to. You know, you can, you'll have a hundred excuses and sit there. Oh, I want to go out and do something. Or you, everybody wants to have that great adventure, but all it takes is just getting up off the couch, put down the phone and go out. Mm-hmm. Just, just do it. That's all. The best thing phone can come with you if you really wanted to. Yeah. You, you could bring a Ziploc bag, toss it for waterproof, toss yeah. it and go whatever you want. But it starts, start small. You know, if you're not really an active outdoor person, you're like, oh, that's easy, Nick, just do it. What that's, you know, it's not that simple, but Really, just start small. Just go for a walk. You know, go walk around Highland Park first. You know, mm-hmm. there's little paved paths. Walk around there. Highland Park's great because you can walk through there and look at all the different trees and bushes, and they're all named. You mm-hmm. know, and you can look at some of these exotic plants or trees that they've put in there. And, oh, so, you know, you can have a neat little experience like that. And then you want to step it up a little bit. Go walk around. There's, like, up by the zoo. You know, mm-hmm. there's trails along the yeah, yeah. back up there. Or you walk over it to um, Tryon or West Bay. And, you know, they're a little bit more rugged there. But, mm-hmm. you know, then you can start getting it. That's they're good for mountain biking and trail running and things like that. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of stuff that you can do. And just start small, you know, one step at a time. That's it. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to go... Uh, you don't want to kill yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No sense scaring yourself away. No, no. Much. That's the that's the thing. That's the worst part is, you you know, you see this thing, you're, ah, you try to jump in too fast, and then exactly, you just become gun shy. And, you know, I'm good. I don't need to do that anymore. Where you could be missing out on all these, you know, great things that you could be experiencing. Mm-hmm. And the best thing, too, is find other people who are into that stuff, I think, as well. You know, people who not everybody wants to go hike. Not everybody wants to trail run. But there's other people out there who do want to trail run and you, you know, you have those trail running friends and those other friends and sometimes the groups mesh and sometimes they don't, but mm-hmm. you know, you just, it's always good to have somebody else to keep you motivated. That's yeah, good. I mean, I think keep you both motivated. Like I, I used to go hiking a bit more with some friends of mine and fortunately they moved away. So, but it was funny, like I, so certain days I didn't want to hike, but I didn't want to hike until I got out and then I'm hiking. I'm like, Oh, thank God I'm out. You know? Sure. And uh, both of us had the same sort of thing. It's an odd level. Guaranteed, list one of us will be wanting to do what we're supposed to be doing at any point in time. So, well, we I used to be more into dirt jumping, like mm-hmm. that type of mountain biking. Air quotes here, that type of mountain biking, just uh, that sort of subgenre of um, biking. But mm-hmm. uh, I had a, a group of guys that I was really that you know we all shared that mutual interest and we all pushed each other to excel you know mm-hmm. even if it was just a little bit you know everybody made their own personal progress you know some guys were way better than others but everybody pushed each other in in a certain way and when i moved up here i didn't have that group of guys anymore so i'm still into it i'd still go out and 
do that type of riding, but I don't have that group, but I have another group who's into more of this sort of like, I call, I like to call it like adventure riding, you know, mm. but, um, it's sort of, it's a it's sort of a mix of cross country mountain biking and free ride where you just kind of, we'll ride the trails and, but sometimes you don't have to, you know, whatever looks cool, just get out there and go. Mm. And, um, that's a really fun way to do it. I know some people who, um, are getting, they're doing more bike camping. So, you know, going out, getting on their bike, packing their gear, riding to a place, camping out, turning around, you know, coming back and turning that into a whole adventure. I haven't had a chance to get out and experience that with them yet, but I'd really like to try that out. Nice. I actually have been trying, I need to get a bike myself. I, I had one past tense, unfortunately. Rochester, the neighborhood bikes kind of get handed around a bit, I guess. Sure. Uh, um, not without my approval, really, but hey. Uh, so I'm looking around different bikes, but yeah, I'm not a person. I've always I'm such a big guy. I, I'm so top heavy. I, like the tr- jumping things never panned out well for me. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's comical. It's like a circus bear tumbling over head over head and over head. So, uh, but yeah, I've actually got into a little bit of trail riding. I had fun doing it. But a triple is like you were saying. I was hanging around with guys that were like they want to do that. I'm like I'm just gonna slow you down. I'll sure. do my own thing. But I didn't want to do it by myself because. I like having my neck in the right direction. Absolutely. I figure that's going to be my thing. So. Well, I like to, I can ride with, I like, to, I can ride with anybody at any level. You know, you can pro level rider or the, you know, absolute novice. And I mm-hmm. like to, you know, as long as you're into it and I see that you want to get after it, I'm absolutely, you know, willing to follow along or, you know, take someone under my wing. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really fun, you know, and there's some great trails. If you wanted to go to West Bay Park, West Bay is a little bit more, uh, approachable for beginners and novices, you know, mm-hmm. but you can really get rad in there and, you know, tear it up if you know how to ride the place. Right. And then Tryon's a little bit more rugged, um, you know, and I, I love trying, I used to do uh, trail running. I actually, I, I like trail running. Like I don't, not person who runs on the road. I have no sure. desire, but, uh, my, me and my dog, we used to always buzz around there. Cause he'd like, you know, just fun up and down those things. Yeah. It was a good workout and it gave me something to do. So, and a good thing to do is for people to check out like Tryon bikes. They have, um, they'll do like a, a trail ride, like a demo day. So mm-hmm. you can actually, they'll park in, in the lot down at Tryon and uh, bring out whatever new Trek or Kona bike or whatever they sell. I'm not sure. That's awesome. I did um, not know that. Yeah. And you can go down there and hop on a bike if you need a large or a small and, you know, get out there and actually feel it out. So if you look out for those days in Grok, it's the greater Rochester trail crew or something mm-hmm. like that. They do um, ride days and things like that. So to try to get people out there and get them interested in the sport and, um, uh, you know, get exposed to it and, and, and let you come in and, you know, you don't want to, sometimes it's hard to do anything like that, you know, to just sort of break into it, you know, right away, whether it's just playing golf or pick up basketball, you know, mm-hmm. being that new person just showing up, it can be intimidating. So it's nice when you have other people um, that can help you sort of break the ice and feel comfortable getting into it. And then when you find your groove, it's just, it's so much fun and you meet so many people and have a lot of friends, uh, make, make friends and, nice. you know, um, Biking's just one one thing, though. You know, there's all sorts of stuff that you can get into. Nice. Uh, actually, you had a good experience picking up, talking about companies and stuff in the, the city here. Uh, you recently dealt with uh, community bikes. Yes, right? that was a great and, experience. Yeah, actually, if you don't mind, you know, giving a little bit of you know what you can to that, I like to give them a shout out because the guy who runs it is an amazing guy. The whole team there, and. Uh, it just wouldn't mind giving a shout out to sure. some talented well, people. I'm involved in the Big Brothers Big Sisters program here in the city, and um, it was uh, I wanted to get my little brother a new bike, and I knew about um, Rochester Community Bikes because I looked into it uh, to possibly go and volunteer because uh, I grew up working in bike shops, and so I have those skills, and I'm mm-hmm. very comfortable talking to people, so I wouldn't mind helping in the front end or back end. But I'd like to, you know, maybe volunteer a little bit over there with them. Um, 
so I knew about that and decided, hey, this might be cool to get my little brother a bicycle. And because who doesn't who doesn't like bicycles? Yeah. yeah. Um, so we brought him over there, and it was really it just like everybody was real nice. Uh, they bring you into the little room where they have the selection of bikes that are available for that day. Um, we waited in line, got our chance to go in there picked out his bike you know he's super hyped and then the rule was he couldn't leave without taking a book and he had to have a helmet Mm -hmm. and they you know make sure that you know you're gonna go home you're gonna lock this up you're gonna put it someplace safe so it's not gonna get stolen or taken Mm -hmm. away from you um and then they actually gave him a five dollar voucher to go to the public market and we got one of those little coins and so he got five dollars we took him to the public market after we dropped his bike off and put it away in the garage um Took him there. He got a breakfast sandwich and a cookie. And, you know, that was his first time, you know, really kind of being able to go to the public market. And, you know, he had his own little bit of money to spend there, you know, thanks to them, which was, you know, incredible. That's but, awesome. Yeah, it's just a really great place. Um, I know they do a lot of um, work to help uh, people who don't necessarily have the means to get a nice bike and, you know, get out and get themselves around. You can go there uh, and buy a bike, I think, as an adult. It's like five bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do it on Saturdays for kids. So, like, that's the day you can go and get a bike for a kid there, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can actually also go there. So, uh, you know, someone who is of, you know, means to go out and, you know, purchase a bicycle and can afford to, you know, help themselves out like that um they do sell bikes there i learned you mm-hmm. know and then they'll get bikes refurbished and you know um so you can you know if you don't want to go to the bike shop and spend you know five hundred a thousand dollars on a new bike you can go there and they have some that are a little bit more reasonably reasonably priced and uh that some of the sales i believe as it goes uh the sales from those bikes go towards helping Everyone you know else. run yeah. the whole program itself yeah, it help, helps rise the tide for everyone yeah I guess, so yeah. you know if you need a you know, if you're a student in town and you need a bike, that's a good place to go and check. And, um, you know, if, uh, you know, you just want to start out and you don't want to invest the money in a bike, maybe go there and look to see if you can get a bike and help them out a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a good way to start if you're just looking into learning how to get into riding, you know, adventuring a little bit. Very true. I like that. Yeah, I, I've been, uh, I met him, uh, the guy was running it. He gave an amazing TEDx Rochester talk uh, two years ago, three years ago. If you get a chance to check it out, he has the, the pacing for it is wonderful. He's just wearing this the, the big uh, his apron and all these tools <laughs> hanging in front of it. Big hat on. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. I'll have to do a search on it and, and try to find it here. I'll post it. But uh, another good person to support. He's doing a lot with the community. So, um, so let's see other topics at hand. You are now uh, picking up, uh, enjoying some uh, a sculpture stuff. I you know literally just started doing it. Yeah, yesterday <laughs> banged out my first artwork, my yeah. first piece. Now you seem to be uh, you, you adapted well. I mean, I I'll, I post a picture on my Instagram. If those follow me on uh, Magnus Apollo on Instagram, uh, and actually your Instagram is just Nick Brandreth. That's it. Yeah, yeah. just Nick Brandreth. Uh, spell your last name. People have that right. B is in boy. R A N D R E T H. Gotcha. Brandreth. Yeah, Brandreth. So yeah, follow him out there. You see, uh, I posted at least your uh, your creation last night. Yeah, so. that was cool. Yeah, it was a fun little. You know, we had some smoke and we made a little diorama for it. And you know, it was cool. With uh, our buddy had the flashes with his camera, so we were kind of tinkering around with it. It's mm-hmm. uh, you got to really look at it, you know, from a couple different angles. But I mean, I just went for it. That was it. Just like trying to learn how to, you know, get in and you know, going out and adventuring or exercise. I just went for it. I I have never formally tried to sculpt ever, mm-hmm. but it just seems like a cool idea. It makes sense to me. You know, mm-hmm. I can, I know what I want in my head. I can draw, I can do photography. So it's mm-hmm. just like, okay, it should look like that, you know, squeeze it a little bit. Mm, no good. <laughs> try to start again. Squeeze it a little bit. Hey, that doesn't look bad. Nice. Squeeze it some more. Oh, too much. <laughs> <laughs> 
And like, yeah. I think you described it the other day when we were kind of talking about it, you just kind of, uh, you know, if, if you don't like it, you can just mush it back up and start over again. Mm-hmm. And yes, you know, we played around yesterday with the clay and that was a great experience. I said, just, just learning. And it's, it's like anything else. If you just, just testing it out and seeing the limits, you know, building that armature underneath and then putting it mm-hmm. on the top. And it's great to have other people who are around who have the experience to give me those little suggestions. And, um, but just trying it out and okay, maybe it wasn't the, the greatest thing in the world, but it looked pretty cool. And, you know, it's start to finish. I made something there it's done. And now we'll try again and try to use what I learned from that last experience to push it forward and, you know, maybe make something else that's kind of neat. And, who knows where we'll start going from there, but it's just a, again, it's like an, it's an exercise and it's an experiment. I just, I like to try to do that. You seem like you're not, uh, you're not afraid to try new things. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Which is a good thing. I think a lot of people are like, I don't know if they're wired that they have to be perfect right off the bat, you know, right off the bat there. True. Some people I like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty. I'm just as guilty of this. Like, uh, I, sometimes we get, it's our comfort zone, you know, and we like some people are, I don't mind breaking outside of my comfort zone, but I always come back. I have my comfort zone and I like to stay in that spot, but it, some people are more confident jumping out of it. Mm-hmm. But you, always, you can always come back to it. Remember, that's the beautiful part about a comfort zone. You always come back. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, Amy uh, messaged in again. She was talking about that's what it's like with music, too, she says. Oh, absolutely. So. You know, any sort of creative, if it's music, if it's uh, painting, if it's uh, drawing, if mm-hmm. it's ballet, you know, mm-hmm. if it's uh, even it could be MMA fighting. You know what I mean? It's just like everything is if you follow the, sort of that discipline and you follow the it's about, you know, practicing your basics mm-hmm. and becoming disciplined at that and getting better and better and the more comfortable you become with it that's when you can sort of get loose and freestyle a little bit and that's when you start to develop your personality and your flair for your music or whatever you're working on mm-hmm. you know the pieces of artwork that we're gonna you go outside and hide <laughs> that's what a lot of times my fails are stuff i hide i'm like well i mean i can't undo painting sometimes you can't like you know some of the stuff i've made are kind of set in stone i glue things together like i make little sculptures and stuff yeah. Sometimes I'm like, well, I'm not going to sell that. I don't want to toss it away. Well, it's going to find a home now. So I realize no matter what I do, even if I fail, it's got a home somewhere. Sure. You know? And the other thing is like, you can just crumple it up and say, nope, I was good. You mm-hmm. know, you just, just go for it. You know, if it mm-hmm. sucks, you don't have to show it to everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, I actually have been uh, uh, hoping for our uh, 2017 summer to be a good one for art and stuff. Uh, you have uh, exciting plans for your 2017 summer? I mean, we're talking about going out. We have like canoeing and checking out that way. Any other interesting local things you've been heard about you may want to check out for summertime? I can't say anything off the top of my head. You know, I'm just, I'm eager to get out and do some camping and things like that. We have some cool workshops that we teach at the museum. Uh, One of those that'll actually be in June, which is a lot of fun. It's sold out. Um, But we go the first day, we make our gelatin dry plates. So it's essentially like making your own film but on bits of glass instead of flexible plastic the first day we make the emulsion and the plates the second day we go down to Letchworth and we actually stay in camp uh, well, it's not really camping but we stay in the cabins overnight for uh till friday and we'll hike and um you know shoot photos uh with the large format cameras mm-hmm. all throughout the park um i'm sort of like your camera assistant and your trail guide and uh, we'll take you to all these cool little spots that i know and then we uh, cook you dinner. We have a campfire. Our uh, one of my my uh, coworker Mark plays the banjo, and we you know wash tub bass, and we have a it's a, it's just a great time. That's awesome. And people kind of come from all over to um, experience that one. But that's a that's one thing that I'm looking forward to. But 
the most honestly is just like the nice weather and just being able to just do that that's i'm i'm, I'm trying to be spur of the moment now and you know just mm-hmm. like go for it like this whatever is happening tonight that's what i'm feeling the past few years have been very sort of uh, structured and planned out mm-hmm. and i i like that even though i know my entire schedule throughout the rest of the year already but just having that uh, you know just approaching this nice weather with uh, sort of a little bit more um whimsy you know, nice. just say, here we go. We're just, this is what feels right tonight. Oh, open to adventure. Yeah. Yeah, we're going yeah. out and drawing on garbage cans. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awesome. Um, uh, so actually, uh, someone has asked, uh, you were, uh, uh, I lost her name. Sorry. Uh, the question was about actually where you work, talking about the, uh, the museum. Uh, you recently had a guest. Did you get a chance to talk with uh, what's the recent guy that just won the award? Vittorio Storaro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, wow. I got to actually spend uh, uh, quite a bit of time with him. Um, I accompanied him on his tour throughout the museum, um, and I got to photograph him because on top of my duties as um, my, I, my official title is the historic process specialist. So that's mm. help, r- maintaining the dark room and running the workshop program. Um, but I also will do event photography uh, for special events or special projects with the museum. So I followed him through the museum and photographed him. And then Saturday night when they had the award, um, we got to, uh, again, photograph him throughout the night. But it was great to just sort of follow him through the museum. And then he started keying into me, you know, for some questions. We were with uh, um, our film curator and our digital media manager. Mm-hmm. Um and, um, it, yeah, it was just really cool to just, we all, you know, the three of us just kind of got to follow him around and have a conversation with him. And he was just to think, you know, someone who has participated in life at that sort of level, you know, with working on these monumental film oh, productions, yeah. you know, I these mean. are, those are works of art that are going to stand the test of time to just to interact with them. And when you meet a person like that and they're, they're humble and they're down to earth and, you know, they're just kind you know there it just makes the experience so much better and what was really great was um you know that i just gonna sound like myself not to sound like a jerk right here but he you know the, <laughs> the expression that italians talk with their hands and uh, i have a little bit of italian blood in me so you know i'm i'm, I'm guilty of that as well yeah, yeah. but he was very animated so it made photographing him much easier so instead of some people are very stiff and they get a little nervous around the camera he, you know he's a cinematographer so he was <laughs> he very he, he would actually sort of pose he would hit the light i'm like damn that was perfect thank you like just <laughs> thanks thanks for that <laughs> i totally gets it yeah yeah oh my god yeah imagine yeah like he just you know set himself up for the shot you yeah know? he's like if he did apocalypse now he knows how to light himself in a room yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> and then it was nice the second night i got a little bit more dressed up and he sort of like he saw that and he was just like you know he's like yeah nice you know like look, <laughs> looking good that's amazing uh, i seem like it's pretty good i i uh so thanks for that question i maybe maybe someone you knew i don't know but these definitely seem like they may have knew the, the proper question to ask to get a fun answer out of you there yeah. um but uh, yeah, so you seem like you enjoy the, the, where you work. The museum is pretty, pretty cool. Oh, I love it. It's a great place to work. If you're a photo nerd and you like movies, like. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm a movie. Like, yeah. That's as close as I get to church sometimes. I go there and they have the speaking person first, you know, talking about the movie, getting all going. It is, I, I treat it like it's a. Uh, sure. And if you want to, like, the, I think what some people don't, again, things that Rochesterians might not know, 
you have one of the greatest collections of photography in the world, mm. you know, sitting underground in your backyard and it's free. If you want to go in there and look at the stuff, you just have to make the appointment and it, do them a favor and um, be specific about what you want to see. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just not, Hey, just show me everything that might not go over so well. But if you're very pointed, I want to see 19th century, you know, uh, portraits of women or something mm -hmm. like that. You know, just well, be very, very specific in what you want to look at or what you want to research. Hey, I just want to see Civil War tintypes. Bring them out. Much. They'll show them to you. That's amazing. I, this city is pretty amazing with what they, the collection we have. One was actually a neat little thing. I was just actually walking, uh, walking past the photo collection and I saw... Um, a family in there and they had some younger kids and you don't see younger kids down in the collection um, area all that often. So mm -hmm. I kind of poked my head in and they were looking at daguerreotypes of their, I'm going to, you know, apologize here, but the great, great grandfather or something like that, who was in the photo collection, you know, mm -hmm. and it was like their grandfather and they, you know, they would get to come here and like, look at, you know, Adding museum, that's amazing. Like, I thought that was so cool. So I snapped a couple photos of it, and you know they're able to go and post that online. So if I see you know something neat, you know the light's just nice, I'll snap a picture or something. They might that's use awesome. it for stuff. Yeah, it's great. Now, do you snap your phone? You're talking about? No, no, yeah. I'll go and grab the like okay. a, an SLR. DSLR. Okay, make it make it real. Yeah, make it yeah. <laughs> count. Yeah, yeah, I have a sense because I have a friend of mine that messaged in uh, last photographer we had. So I have a photographer friend that like. He wants to know details, like sometimes the last spec. So I always want to try to get the question out now so I don't worry about being asked sure. later on. So, um, Yeah, actually, you've talked about random. This uh, The city of Rochester has a lot of great resources for old photos. Uh, have you ever seen uh, the Rochester Museum and Science Center? Have you ever seen their collection, the Stone Collection? Have you ever heard about this? No, I haven't. So uh, if you go to the Rochester, anyone, welcome to do it. Go to the website, Rochester Museum and Science Center, and just do a search for the Stone Collection, Esto, like, like a rock stone. Sure. Uh, it's a photographer and a guy who collected photos from Rochester from like 18, whenever photography was first happening through there, and it's all the kind of keyword searching and it has like locations. It's all Rochester based for photography. Nice. Like weird, per, like parades. One was, um, I remember I, I printed it out for someone, but it was the last three uh, Civil War veterans in a parade. Like in Rochester, there's like Civil War Parade Day, and you're like <laughs> three guys walking because at that point in time, it's still been going on. These people are still living. But yeah, it's called the uh, the Stone Collection from uh, Rochester Museum and Science Center. And uh, yeah, but that's another like another example. We have like amazing resources that you like, you know, and you're a photographer. You made I didn't know if you'd know that or not. No, uh, I've really I've only I I kind of get caught up in the exhibits over there. I like oh, yeah. <laughs> I like I'm a big little kid. I love playing with all that stuff. Oh, I love science centers. They're my favorite thing. Like I, you know, and that's my that's my jam. It, you know, science and and uh, uh, just like those sort of you know way of presenting stuff, education for kids, and yeah. just. Oh, it's perfect. Oh my goodness. I think if I had done it differently in my life, I probably would have been somehow been a professor or a guy working at a, uh, at a museum or something sort of thing that way. Nice. So I actually looked at, uh, back in the day, I went down to Memphis. There was a, uh, a college that specializes in uh, museum curatorship. Oh, and neat. So I went down there. To figure, if I met all the other museum curators, I'm like, no, nah, I'm too spastic. <laughs> uh, too many shiny things. I get lost. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's a fun time. Funny how life adventures will take you. Um, so uh, people are actually asking me for, they missed the trivia question. So asking me to reread the trivia question for tonight. So let me get back here for the trivia question for those who wrote in is Rochesterians celebrated VE Day uh, on May 8th, 1945, and then celebrated VJ, which is the uh, victory in Japan versus victory in, in Europe, on September 2nd, uh, which was the surrender point and declared World War II officially over. But between those two times, the city had an event unrelated to the war. 
On June 11th, 1945, Rochester had a special day and it had a name for it. Uh, was it A, VD Day, the unfortunate day that Rochesterians owned Typhoid Mary, uh, an infamous, inf- infamous prostitute named Shannon Smithton, Smithton, I can't pronounce her last name, was announced to have spread multiple venereal diseases? Was it B, TV Day, the day that debuted, the, uh, the much, much anticipated debut for TV sets coming to stores in Rochester? Was it VB, uh, VB Day, Victor Bolajasensky was the guy who brought lilacs to, uh, from uh, Russia, the new strain to Rochester? Or was it DLV Day, where the University of Rochester had a, an event happen where someone put some THC in the water, kitchen water supply, so the coffee tea of those working at the university had a special event happening for them. A free love day happened, love, you know, so LV Day, was it uh, 1945? So if you let me know the answers, we've had some people message in. Uh, uh, Greg had message said that he thinks it's not C, so I'll give you a hint there, is not C, Victor Bolajasensky bringing Rochester, lilacs to Rochester, he thinks it was existing before then. Uh, one person's messaging, saying, uh, thinking it's A, because we're kind of a creepy town and why not have our own <laughs> typhoid Mary? That would be funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've had some weird questions. Everyone assumes the normal answer and it's always wrong, the weird weird questions. But yeah, please uh, message in. Uh, if Nick gets it right tonight, he will uh, get a chance to join me for some meatballs and beer at Skylark or the Cash Valley if he doesn't want to see me ever again. And the first person to message in right uh, will uh, get can join me as well or join us or join me another day, whatever you want to do. More the merrier. Um, like I was saying, my uh, like I started the show off last week. I brought my guest uh, to uh, Skylark, and we're just kind of hanging around. And um, the person behind me, we're talking, and the woman kind of taps on the shoulder and asks a question about the guest. Like, what are you guys talking about? And, we're, and she's an amazing adventurer, Chris, uh, wandering Chris. If you guys listened to last week's show or check out her, her blog, and um, so I was talking about it, and we just hit the, hit it off and. Yeah, so she listened in uh, over my shoulder and wanted to listen in this week. So it's been I kind hope, of fun. Who's, I hope she's listening. Yeah, I hope she's listening. In. Yeah, I think hey. it was Shannon. I think her name was. So um, yeah, it'd be fun. Actually, uh, we uh, I asked people to write in if they're listening in. It's been pretty fun. People. My brother texts me. He's listening in D.C. now. So nice, he, nice. he tuned in. So what's up, Taylor? Yeah, we've had uh, the farthest we've had is some guy from Germany tuned in. Uh, and um, let's see, we've had uh, Portland. Uh, we had one show that was Portland and Florida. We had two the same show, someone in Florida, like the end of Florida and Portland. So we literally covered the entire continent with listening to the show. Which nice. Was cool. So uh, we had, uh, actually, um, we had another one came in, uh, and I forget the name. I believe it was Juan that most did. We have a, um, a cleaning crew, one of the buildings here, that one person liked the show and listens, listens in now, and I called him out. So other floors have been listening in. So Juan, of one of the, I can't say the name. He asked me not to say the name because they're not supposed to listen to radio at work. But Juan, to the, you and your team listening, to the the uh, 12th floor team listening in says hi. So uh, Can't listen to radio work. Damn the man. Yeah, listen yeah. to radio, bro. <laughs> exactly. Listen to it. It's at night, and they're they're supposed to be because they they actually it's uh they can't have any radio because they're I don't know approved listenings they can listen to I guess I don't know but that's not the th- first time someone listened they're like hey we're listening in it's the same building I guess they can't listen to so nice Whoa. but uh, but thanks for listening in team there's actually was uh, one of the cleaning crew messaging a, uh, a couple months ago saying she was listening and uh, so I told her I would give a shout out and then. The other people say, hey, we got a shout out. So they wrote it again. <laughs> I'm like, I gladly message you guys. Shout out to it. all the cleaning crews out exactly. there. I had cleaning crews and uh, and truckers. We had yeah. truckers on there. We had uh, the official trucker of uh, the show is Aaron Stormo, I tell people. So, uh, but actually a bunch of truckers that deliver during the evening, they tune in. So. Killer. So yeah, thanks for listening. This is WRFZ, LP Rochester, Rochester Free Radio. And those listening online, like uh, Nick's brother and mom, uh, rochesterfreeradio.com. Mm-hmm. So thanks again for listening, folks. 
Uh, I am the uh, host here, John Magnus, uh, for Magnus uh, Mind of Magnus, and my guest tonight, Nick Brandreth, has been uh, just talking, having fun. I wanted to have a great, enjoyable show, and Nick's the guy to have a great, enjoyable time with, so it's uh, perfect. So thanks again for listening in, folks. We are coming up to the end of the hour, and um, but uh, I hope people have enjoyed this one. This was a little more free-spirited, a lot of for- more fun conversation. And I think I kind of needed it, and I hope everyone out there listened in. If you like, liked it, let me know. Message it in. Uh, I also want to take a quick moment, though, to message and thank those who have been supporting us on the Patreon account. Uh, Rochester Free Radio is a, uh, a project that everyone here does because we enjoy we, we enjoy doing it. We really have fun making a difference, making some beautiful music happening, and uh, just getting some awesome voices out in the real world. And uh, we cannot do that without the help of those that uh, put some money up for us, too. Rochester Free Radio has a uh, Patreon account. And if you're not a Patreon member, uh, please do so. It's a great thing to do. You can support not just the radio station here, but a lot of artists, a lot of writers, it is a resource and a valuable uh, uh, mode of income to a lot of people I know that make some amazingly talented things. Uh, they're amazing talented people that make amazing things, excuse me. Uh, but yeah, Roster Free Radio is asking uh, if you have a couple bucks, toss it our way. Um, you can uh, just go to RosterFreeRadio.com, click on the Patreon account, and uh, a few steps away, you can become a member, a couple dollars here and there. And I always tell people if you do it, let me know. I'll take you out as a thank you. you know, join us again for the Skylark Meatballs and Beer. So uh, let me know, take a screenshot, send it in, say you're you're supportive, and uh, I mean you get money back right there just hanging around with us. But support us, let us know, let's keep the lights on. Um, if you notice, the microphones have gotten better. Some our guests are sounding better. The headphones are better. Uh, everything is getting coming uh, more and more better, and it's all thanks to those who have been putting some dollars in to help us all out. So you're my new best friends, those who have been supporting. Uh, thank you for letting me know you're doing it. I love uh, and I gladly give shout outs to uh, more folks when they do it. So. But please, if you get a chance, toss some, uh, some a few bucks our way, all we ask, and uh, make some awesome things happen in here. So, uh, but yeah, like, thanks again for uh, for all those lovely folks. But so we're coming up at the end. Uh, anything you want to talk about? In the last few minutes, we have uh, about five minutes left of the show. Is there anything topic that um, you feel like you're you were talking before? Actually, uh, I had a note I'm gonna write down. Uh, if people are interested in becoming a Big Brothers and Big Sisters program, is just simply Google search. Yeah, and just Big Brothers. That's all I did. Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Rochester, and um, give them a call, and they'll probably have uh, set up a meeting, and you come in and do some. Uh, you have like a little group mm-hmm. meetup, and they'll talk to you one on one, and kind of see you know gauge your interest and what level you want to get in at. And nice. It's a great way to make a difference. You know, you just gotta. There's so many kids out there, and I, I like my little guy. He's got. He comes from a good family. He's got a good mom and dad. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I, I like to say that you know he'd probably be all right without me. But you know, I'm there to be able to give him experiences that you know his parents aren't going to be able to do. You know, just like when are you ever going to be able to go do you know analog darkroom photography? <laughs> it's pretty rare by itself. But um, there's other kids out there who definitely you know need the love and they need the support. Um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of girls and there's especially a lot of young boys who really need uh, positive male role models mm-hmm. um, and you know just get out there. It just that's what we got to do you know is help take our you know bring these boys and turn them into good men you know and that'll make for a better future oh yeah i think so it's great to see um one of my other guests uh bill shifley he was on he's been a big brother for guys i mean for as long as known bill so over a decade i think now sure and uh he's definitely made a difference in that person's life so 
uh, definitely a th- good thing to do. I've, uh, but I wanted to bring that up again. So if anyone's interested and make a difference in people's lives, uh, you don't have to be, you know, don't have to be a big brother. You can be a big sister out there. They're looking for anyone to help out big brothers, big sisters. So absolutely. Uh, another shout out though, to, uh, Rochester, uh, Rochester bikes, uh, community yeah, our bikes. community bikes as well. That's a, you know, great little organization there. Uh, you, you can go there and get yourself a bike if you qualify and you need it, mm-hmm. or, um, you know, you can go there and purchase a bike and, you know, help them out a little bit, you know, and help them keep fighting that good fight. Nice. Uh, also, I'm going to be uh, personally. I'm going to tell people I'm going to be hiding more art, but uh, people are demanding that I put it on Instagram so I have a chance to find it now. So I just got messaged by two people now, uh, wondering why in the couple swear words I don't actually uh, post it on Instagram more and share my adventures that way. So I guess I'll be doing that too. My uh, my coming year, I'll be. Uh, That's good though. You want to keep them wanting more. <laughs> <laughs> my nefarious plot. <laughs> So actually going to wrap up a bit here with the, uh, the final answer for the uh, trivia. So do you have an answer for what was on July, uh, June 11th, 1945? Was it VD Day, TV Day, VB Day, or LV Day? All right, I don't think it's the lilacs. Okay, so it's not C. A is very humorous to me. Okay, VD Day, the unfortunate day that uh, Shannon uh, Smitten, uh, Smitten, how to... B makes sense. And TV what, day. Yeah, yeah, and what was D, the last one? D is the day where uh, University of Rochester, unfortunately, had uh, someone put THC in the water, and they had a free love day. I, so. I, feel, I feel like we everybody would hear about that. You know, mm-hmm. that would be more of a cult thing if, I actually, <laughs> yeah. if that happened. So I'm going to go ahead and get rid of C. So it's between A and B. I'm going to go with B. B, B TV feel, day? B, B feels right, but I want to uh, I want to say A just because it's hilarious, but I'll, <laughs> I'll stick with B. Stick with B? Uh, if it matters, we have uh, Amy wrote in, and uh, her guest as well as TV Day. So, do you have a? You, you've been confirmed. Do you want? Do you, she's also voting. Does that help your? your I'll, I'll run it, Amy. Me and you. Let's, okay. let's make it happen right now. So awesome. So uh, the final answer is. You want your drum roll this time? <laughs> it is actually TV Day. Woo-hoo! <laughs> two for two, baby. <laughs> two for two. <laughs> Nice, yes. That's actually the day, June 11th, 1945. It's uh, when the TVs were mass-produced enough and actually could hit the market. So they were marketing them that come see the television set. And it was a whopping like five or or four-inch screen on a giant radio box that was sitting there. So um, there's actually photos. Speaking of it, I think you can see the photos of that event. Uh, the uh, stone collection at uh, uh, RMSC. So if you do a search, you find the picture, let me know. So you and I could go for a uh, scholar, get some meatballs and beer. Uh, Amy, you can welcome to join us. And if you can hire the actor to get your fictitious uh, husband to come out, and join <laughs> us, please do that as well. Uh, so come on out and join us for uh, at Skylark for one night there. But you've been listening to the Mind of Magnus here on WRFZ LP Rochester, Rochester Free Radio, and those listening online, RochesterFreeRadio.com. Thanks for listening. I hope your mom uh, had uh, she had fun listening in. So yep, night guys. Say, say hi to uh, Nick's mom, everyone. So uh, good night, folks. Thanks again for listening. And uh, Nick, thank you, thank you so much. Thanks, so. guys, everybody. You're the best. We love you. <laughs> awesome. Uh, stay here around a little longer because Dave's going to be on for. Uh, uh, no format. I'll be playing it all out. And actually, the song he's playing out is I'm playing out is uh, Genesis Land of Confusion. Uh, and I have to be honest right here. This is actually one of the first CDs I ever bought. It was nice. Weird Al Yankovic and uh, Land of Confusion by Genesis. So, uh, But thanks again for listening, folks. Stay around. Dave's going to play some great music for the next couple hours. And I'll be back next week. I have some awesome, awesome guests lined up for the next couple of weeks. So thanks again, folks. Take care of yourself.